My name is Angela Lee, and I am Salem Citizen. <laughs> it's like one line, one line. <laughs> Sorry. All right. My name is Angela Lee, and I am Citizen Salem. Nailed it. Welcome to another episode of Citizen Salem. My name is Chris Paget, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to uh, last week's episode with Zach Antzak. You may have noticed that there have been some changes over at citizensalem.com. Uh, when I started this whole thing, it was just a matter of, I had the content, right? I had the interviews and I had the video. And there's an obvious home for the video on YouTube. But I was trying to figure out how to distribute the audio. And I was trying a couple of different things, uh, a couple of different services. Um, SoundCloud wanted money. I don't, it's not spending money. I'm not, not, I don't need another monthly subscription. I'm already paying $8 to seemingly 12 different organizations once a month. Enough. Uh, and along came this thing called Anchor. It's uh, anchor.fm is the website. And they've been hosting and uh, publishing Citizen Salem for the last couple of weeks. And it seems to be working pretty well. It's a division of Spotify from what I understand. So it immediately uh, links in with Spotify. And then they send the link out for me, uh, the RSS feed, out to all of the other podcasting services, and there's a zillion of them out there, but that all happens automatically. Um, so, so far, there's been Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public is one. I don't have the list right here in front of me, but the point being is that Citizen Salem is getting out there. Uh, we're just waiting on approval from particularly Apple Podcasts. That's a huge one. Um, so once we're up, on, up and running on Apple Podcasts, I'll definitely let you know, and it'll make it a lot easier to get your somewhat weekly fix of uh, Citizen Salem. So, working on it, improving on it. Uh, definitely try to make the video better. I go back and look at those first couple of video interviews. Uh, the one with Mayor Driscoll, like woof. Like I, I've learned a lot <laughs> doing this. So, uh, thanks for your patience while I figured this whole Citizen Salem thing out. Um, and one of the changes that I've made is I now set up lights. Turns out you need a lot of light when you're shooting video. So I set up lights, and this episode's guest uh, came in to the record exchange over on Washington Street and uh, saw the setup that I had running and realized that she had made a terrible mistake in agreeing to do this. Uh, Angela Lee walked into the record exchange, and I had a camera, uh, audio recorder, all set up on a tripod, two lights uh, up on stands, a couple of chairs, and she'd just come from the beach. And she had told me she was coming from the beach, and there was a voice in the back of my head saying, maybe I should tell her that I'm videotaping this, but I didn't. So here's my conversation with Angela Lee. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. I guess I could have warned you that <laughs> I just assume that people know things when they don't. It's fine. So and <laughs> she pulls the hat down. <laughs> Angela's cool. like, I'm coming from the beach. I'm like, okay, that's a vibe. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. No, it's summertime. Winter Island. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. um, how long have you lived in Salem? Lived in Salem for about 12 years now. Where did you live prior to that? Where where'd you come from? I was in the Brookline, Alston, Mission Hill, Boston area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to grad school out there. Uh, what brought you to Salem? Why'd you come here? 
Um, honestly, it was too expensive to live in Boston. And um, as soon as I came here, I fell madly in love with the city. What was it that, that, that drew you in? Well, part of it was, uh, I guess, I wanted to buy something. Um, but actually, a real estate agent here, Phil O'Donnell, he was bringing me and my ex-partner around, and he brought us to Winter Island in the Willows and yeah. had the popcorn, and I was Smart. like, sold. Smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a good real estate agent right there. Yeah. Still friends with him. I would, um, I would do just about anything for Hobbs popcorn. Yeah. It's good. Like the bars... I don't. What is? What's the difference between know. that popcorn and every other popcorn I've ever eaten in my life? I guess like where it is. I guess you know it has natural sea salt going into the regular oh, sea salt, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, so in your time that you spent here in Salem, um, how would people recognize you on the street? Like if they see you around, they're like, "Oh, there's that lady, and she does." Uh, how do people know you? Well. <laughs> Maybe sometimes from the local watering holes. Uh, I jog around town a lot. I do the fundraiser, um, and I play in the band. So I, most of my friends are musicians too in town. Yeah. Uh, this this is the opportunity to to plug said band. So you you're you're a musician, which is one reason we're set up in the record yes. exchange. Right. I invited invited musical types to come. Um, how long have you been a musician? What do you play? I've been a musician since I was 16, so for a very long time, I play guitar and do vocals. I, I do all the, write, the writing, too. So, What's your band's Radio name? Compass. And are, is, is being in a local band purely a labor of love? Yes. Like, yeah. 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 I have more fun now playing music than, I think because everyone in my band, we're kind of just doing, we have like our own careers, and we decided to come back to music. Oh. Because I t took a hiatus when I was doing the re home renovation stuff. I didn't play music for five years. And then I went Meaning back to renovating it. renovating your own home, or that's what you did no, for a living? No, I was like or? flipping houses around the North Shore. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So career took over for a little bit. Yeah. And then I missed it, and I came back to it. So it really is just a labor of love at this point. We all have a good time. No one's trying to get famous. Yeah, so that's, what's the difference between you know trying to be a rock star when you're 20 versus you know, 30 or 40 or 35 or however old? I don't think, like, a lot of people ask themselves why they want to uh, when they're younger. They're just like, I don't know. They're just doing it. Cause just, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really thought about that. That's a good question. Um, but it is it is a part of who you are, but it doesn't have to be everything. Like, I don't know. I It's also, it no longer becomes as fun, at least for me, when it's a job. Uh-huh. You know. I was, I was briefly a professional photographer yeah and realized it just yeah. sucked all the fun out of it yeah it's like having writer's block but being forced to still write <laughs> yeah you know? totally so <laughs> i've certainly gone through periods like we have to write new stuff angela when i was like in my <laughs> early 20s and i'm like i can't there's no more songs in this there's no water in this well right now to give you yeah but now it's just very laid back and fun and this is a great area for music too yeah it's it, it i've been here roughly about the same amount of time that you have um and then I also remember, because I lived in the Boston metro area in, like, the late 90s, and I remember coming up here in, like, 98, 99. Yeah. In my 20s, yeah. you know, and being like, well, this is cute, but there doesn't seem to be a whole lot going on. Yeah. You know, it happened really quickly. Yeah. Abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what Do you guys play primarily, like, Opus, like where? Yeah, what are your shows like? Where do you play? We've expanded more now. We had lineup issues for a while, um, just because people are really busy. Um, but now we finally have like a somewhat solid 
lineup. So we've been we went we played Pooza Fest this year in Montreal, and we've been out in Burlington. So we're like going a little outside of the area too. But yeah, we play Opus and um, the Boston area, playing Charlie's like in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. How far up the the the, the music ladder did you climb while you were like really gunning for like we're in a rock band like. When I was younger, yeah, were you like were you trying to get signed to a major label and tour and the whole thing, or was it I was, more just? I was in an all-girl band. My my most popular band was like pre-social media when I was like sixteen, seventeen years old. Sure, we used to go play in New York. Like we played CBGBs. We played a bunch of like the classic venues. Played with lots of really, really interesting, cool bands. Um, we had a lot of those. Um, what are they called? When you would like, people would come in like see if they wanted to sign you like but the, we like the, like you did like the feature or like yeah that's stuff a lot yeah. of that in new york and connecticut but we were idiots and we like had like our tiny little you know flasks and stuff and like just didn't take any of it seriously and just thought it was all very cool and it would last forever and oh, they were like oh wait 17. a minute like, yeah what do you know but yeah. i'm glad it all worked out really well yeah that was kind of my height. That was my. That was the high point. <laughs> that was the peak. Yeah, I mean, that was not, the yeah. peak. <laughs> not not everybody's local band gets to showcase for major yeah. labels. So I mean, that's yeah. something. Yeah, it was fun. But I fell in love with psychology, and that's what my focus has always been. So. All right. So my musician, career. house flipper, psych, psychologist. So what's what's where did that come from? The gr- grad school. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, because so, I, mean, I can see being a songwriter and being a musician yeah. tying very much in with psychology and yeah. you know how people think and why. Yeah. yeah. Is that kind of is that Yeah, you meet some really interesting characters. I mean there's a lot of different reasons I went into it, but I it's like my number one passion. I love my career. Yeah. My job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the fundraiser. You or was that the Rock, Rock for Hawk, Hawk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, How'd you get involved with that? Um, I was talking with an old acquaintance one time, and I was actually just, it was when I kind of first started playing music again a few few years ago, and um, I was talking about, like, all, like, the female musicians I met and how welcoming this area is. Not to say that Boston wasn't, but Boston scene is a little bit different than around here, I feel like, or at least in my experience has been. And they were, you know, a lot of acoustic music. There's just a lot of different vibes going on here, and I was saying, like, how a lot of the the female musicians I'd played with are like so multi-layered. Like my old guitarist is a marine biologist and you know, like just really talented, interesting artists. Um, and I wanted to do something with people who do have the opportunity to use their voice and send messages and bring people together to actually like add a layer of meaningfulness and bring the community together. And I work with trauma survivors um, in clinical practice. So I wanted to do something for the community. I've okay. referred people to Hawk. It just yeah. made sense. I know they, rely a lot on that kind of stuff to per, what they can and cannot provide um, sure. really comes from the community and private donors and things like that so that made a lot of sense and everyone was immediately like yes I want to do this yeah so that's where that how long birth. how long has that been going on I'll be doing the fifth annual this year yeah yeah I already have a date you want to share? Yeah, it'll be. <laughs> well, we're kind of. Um, so the the booking agent from Kodo and I um, are, have already been talking, like preliminary idea planning, and um, sure. we're gonna do um, both venues, Opus and Kodo, the same oh, night. Oh, cool. Um, okay. And really try to get more of a monetary fundraising focus from both ends too. Um, so it'll be December sixth. 
Okay. Um, but we haven't really planned much else out yet. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's August, so. Yeah, so late, late, <laughs> later, later this year. It's not like it's happening. Yeah, yeah but it's happening. September, It'll be the fifth yeah. annual, yeah. which is really cool. That's great. Well, thanks for doing that. So everybody gets asked the same three questions, mm-hmm. and I've already asked you two of them. The third one is, what are you doing to make Salem a better place? That kind of sounds like a big thing to do to make Salem a better place. Yeah, and picking up people's trash. Thank you. Thank you. I was at Forest River yesterday <laughs> and picked up garbage. I was like, oh, come on. And, uh, one of the to-dos is to try to get more recycling bins around the town. But my husband's like, Angela, you just carry a bag around because you're picking up everyone else's trash all the time. It's fine. Uh, can we get a nip deposit, please? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. I saw a man walk through the parking lot at the CVS at Canal, leaving the liquor store across the street. Pounds one, literally throws it like up, like in the air over his shoulder <laughs> into the parking lot and keeps walking. And I'm like, well, I saw it happen live. Ugh, like, that's horrible. <laughs> Keep it clean. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard to put it in the trash. No, thank, th- thank you for your work on both fronts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm not the only one. Just trying to keep a beautiful place beautiful. For sure, absolutely. It's a very special little place. It is, it is. And uh, that's one thing that's been fun about doing this is yeah. meeting the people that make it special, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the story behind you that you told me about why you do this. I think it's really cool because there are so many characters around town. And a lot of people don't ask, what's your story? Who are How'd you? you? What's your deal? Yeah. Yeah. One of the first people, um, I'll tell you who it is off the mic, um, mm. but uh, one of the first people I interviewed suggested that I interview a fairly well-known person that's around downtown Salem. Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm terrified. Like, I'm so scared to talk to this person. Like, absolutely <laughs> no, not. I don't know who it is. Like, can somebody else? I'll tell you. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. You going to go back to the beach or are you going to go pick up some trash? No, I'm going to go pick up some trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, she was a nice lady that smelled like suntan lotion and iced coffee. That's my conversation with Angela Lee. Find her band Radio Compass online, radiocompass.bandcamp.com. Thanks to Paul and Colette and Barrents at the Record Exchange for hosting Citizen Salem. Alex Asacker wrote and performed the Citizen Salem theme song on her ukulele. Citizen Salem is recorded and produced by me, Chris Paget. If you or someone you know would like to be featured here, please send me an email at citizensalem1626 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Citizen Salem.